0: Welcome to Through the Bible with Dr. Buddy Walls. I would like to talk to you today about how to spend the day with the Lord. How to spend the day with the Lord. You know, usually our days are filled with the demands of life. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, many of us have a routine that we go through. A routine that is already established. We may get up at a certain time, eat at a certain time, go to work at a certain time. Even if you you are retired, there is this certain routine that we go through. The day and age we live in, too many times we may go through a typical day in a rush. We are too often in a rush to please someone else, to satisfy demands of a family, to accomplish in one day what could be done in three days. We live busy lives. The Lord told us whatever we do, do it with all of our might. But he does not expect us, but he does expect us to use a little bit of common sense along the way. All of these things that we run and do, there is only one thing that has priority over all those other things. What is this one thing? To be with your Lord. Today we are going to learn how to spend the day with the Lord. Do you know that God tells us how to spend the day with him? I wonder how many people realize this. If we would first allow that thought to sink into our hearts, that our only priority each and every day of our life is to spend a day with the Lord. In other words, be saturated in His love. To thank and worship Him. To listen to Him. To intercede for others with Him. To lay all of your lives and activities before him and let him give you direction for your everyday everything that you do the bible promises in james chapter 4 verse 8 james chapter 4 verse 8 the bible says draw nigh to god and he will draw nigh to you you know we have an amazing god we have a god that is waiting for us to draw as close as we want to be with him he is telling us that he will draw as close to us as we will will to him in Genesis chapter four uh, Genesis chapter five verse twenty four there was a man by the name of Enoch that walked with God that meant that he spent every day with the Lord, and you know what he got as close as he wanted to be with God, and God done likewise. And this man was no different than any man in the world today. You have the same opportunity. God is no respecter of persons. Enoch walked with God and he was not. For God took him. He was so close to God, God just brought him right up into heaven that he could continue that close for all eternity. God did not let Enoch experience death. God was enjoying his fellowship with Enoch. And I say they are together right now, still having a grand old time. But the good news is, each and every one of you have that same access to that same fellowship with God. If that ever sinks in, you'll be on shouting ground. It's true. God is waiting for you. And guess what? When you're spending your day with the Lord, don't rush. The objective here is to spend relaxed, uninterrupted, uninterrupted quality time with God. You do not have to worry about going through some type of format or a certain set of rules to follow or a set of guidelines to draw close to God. Allow God to be your guide. But there are certain things we need to learn in how to spend the day with the Lord. First of all, preparation. We have to be prepared. How do we do that? Find a place where you can be alone and free from any distractions. Bring your Bible, a notebook, and a pen, or maybe some soft, godly-inspired songs to listen to. Prepare your environment, your place of refuge, your place alone with God. Then begin with thanksgiving and praise. Psalm 100, chapter 100, verse 4. Psalm 104 says this. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Thank him for his patience and forgiveness. Thank him for the privilege of coming into his presence. Thank him for what he has done in and through your life in the last year. You can even make a list of what God has done for you. Be specific. Think through every area of your life. In the process of doing this, your heart will be stirred and you will be drawn closer to God. Ask God to search your heart. Psalm 139, verse 23. Psalm chapter 139, verse 23 says this. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wickedness or any wicked way in me and lead me in the, in the way everlasting. Lead me in the way everlasting. God is able to purge the heart daily. He can do this if we just allow him to. Ask God to guide your thoughts. Any natural thoughts of the world that arise within us can be purged if we will instantly turn to God and ask for his help. He said, ask and you will receive. Too many times we do not ask. Many times in these mountains, you will lose a cell phone signal. But with God, it is not that way. He is better than satellite. His communication line is always open and it never loses signal. We can constantly, we can constantly stay in a, Communication with the Holy God. He is your refuge. He is your strength. He is your rock. He is your anchor in all the storms. And he is always by your side. He will not leave. He will not forsake you. Confess any sins the Holy Spirit reveals to you. Psalm chapter 9 verse 12. Psalm chapter 19 verse 12. Psalm nineteen, twelve says this. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Remember the certainty of forgiveness. In First John one nine, First John chapter one verse nine says, "If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness." Make sure you are walking and praying in the Spirit. Ephesians chapter five verse fifteen through twenty. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 through 20 says this, See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Verse 16 says, Redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit speaking to yourselves psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks for all things unto God and the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. This means that we go about our everyday affairs to keep fresh on our minds, to keep God fresh on our minds and in our hearts. If we do this throughout the day and finish the day with God, you won't have any need to take Nyquil or take med- medicine to go to sleep because your heart and your mind has been with God throughout the day, and He will let you rest easy. Matthew chapter eleven, verse twenty-eight. Matthew eleven twenty-eight says this: "Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest." Another thing we need to learn is to become still. But come still before the Lord. Psalm 46.10 says this. Psalm 46.10. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Consider who God is. Psalm 103. Psalm 103. Praise Him for His attributes. Psalm 145. Rejoice in your fellowship with Him and that He delights in you. Proverbs 15.8 Proverbs 15.8 says The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord but the prayer of the upright is his delight. Read past passages of scripture and pray them back to God. Psalm chapter 146 through 150. You can even sing to the Lord. Ask God to give you revelation. In other words, Ask him to reveal the uh, world to you from his point of view as you read Psalm chapter thirty-three. Pray your way around the world without being in a hurry. With uh, detailed intercession for others, begin with your non-Christian friends, neighbors, and others the Lord puts on your heart. Pray for those in authority, our government leaders, and those in war. First Timothy two. Chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Second Timothy 2, 1 and 2. The Bible says, I exhort thee, I exhort therefore, that first of all supplication, prayer, intercession, and giving thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty. Pray for Christians using Paul's prayers in Philippians 1, Colossians 1, and Ephesians 1 and 3. Listen. Intercessory prayer is not in vain. When you pray for someone else, it can make a difference. It can hold Satan and give the Holy Spirit a chance with them. As you are spending the day with the Lord, do a personal life evaluation. Ask for understanding as you read the entire book of the Bible. Record any insights that God gives you. Try to memorize things that God has shown you. Ask God what he thinks of your life and then wait for an answer. If and if you listen quiet and long enough, you will get an answer. God will let you know and direct you accordingly. Evaluate the use of your time, your talent, your treasure, the education and experience that God has allowed you to have access to. Are they glorifying to God? Do you need to modify some of them? If you do, put the world and God in your life balances, which would outweigh the other. Talk to the Lord about your joy, your sorrows, and the decisions that you are facing. Find the promises in the Bible and directions that you can record. End your day with God. Thank Him for the fellowship you had today. Schedule the next day with the Lord in your appointment book. Share with someone else your day. If you do these things, you will find before long you are walking with God seven days a week. You will have a renewing of the mind. You will be a new creature. Those that are more heavenly minded or more earthly good. Your relationship with friends, family, those that are lost, and those in the church will be totally different. You'll have a spirit for the things of God. You know, we've been talking about how to spend the day with the Lord. I want to read that again in James chapter 4, verse 8. James 4, verse 8 says, Draw nigh unto God. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. You know, we can be as close to God as we want to be, but it takes preparation. Prepare yourselves to be with God. Begin with thanksgiving. Psalm 104 says, Enter into his gates. With thanksgiving and his course with praise, be thankful unto him and bless his name. Then ask God to search your heart. Psalm 139.23. Psalm 139.23 says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Confess any sins the Holy Spirit reveals to you. Psalm 19.12 says, Psalm nineteen twelve says, Who can understand his errors? Cleanse, cleanse thou me from secret faults. Remember the certainty of forgiveness. 1 John 1, 9. 1 John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Make sure you are walking and praying in the Spirit. Ephesians 5, 15 through 20. Ephesians five fifteen through twenty says, "See, then, you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore, you are not unwise, but understanding what what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine, and wherein is excess, but be ye filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord." Give me thanks always for all your heart to the Lord for all giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Another thing uh, we need to learn is to become still, become still before the Lord, like I said earlier psalm forty six ten says this, be still." And know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Consider who God is. Psalm 103. Praise him for his attributes. Psalm 145. Rejoice in your fellowship with him and that he delights in you. Proverbs 15.8 says, The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. Read passages of Scripture and pray them back to God in Psalm 146-150. through 150. Ask God to give you revelation. In other words, ask Him to reveal the world to you and from His point of view as you read Psalm 33. Pray for those in authority and government leaders and those in war. 1 Timothy 2, 1-2 I exhort therefore, that first of all, supplication, prayer, and intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Pray for Christians using Paul's prayer in Philippians 1, Colossians 1, Ephesians 1 and 3. And then, in your day, thank God for the fellowship you had with him today. Dr. Buddy Wall, signing off.